0: hey happy thursday everybody welcome back into mining stock daily Uh, we're gonna kick the day off with some uh, general market commentary here with the returning champion mr jared Dillion. uh most of you will know him for his authorship of the daily dirt nap but he's also he's got a new book out everybody titled those bastards 69 essays on life creativity and meaning he's holding the book up right now on our screen uh jared uh I tell you what. First of all, congratulations, man. What is this your third or fourth book you've written?
1: Third book. Third book. Third.
0: third book. Awesome. Blood, sweat and tears into
1: it. Yeah, this one this one actually got done pretty quick. Uh I it's so it like it, like it, like the title says it's 69 essays uh on life, creativity and meaning. Um I wrote this in about 10 months. Um it's a hundred thousand words, 320 pages. Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty Herky book, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it really is like, there's a lot of humor. There's a lot of, I mean, honest to God, you will laugh out loud at some parts in this book. There's also, I've written some stuff that is, that has made people cry, you know, like it's, there's some really poignant parts. Um, and there's just a lot of good life advice in general, uh, my friend, Tony Duff, who wrote the buy side, um, his blurb on the cover says the best advice you never asked for. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously, uh,
0: not a whole lot to do with the market or anything, but if you're interested in, and I love this excerpt here on the, uh, Amazon, on, the Amazon page where I'll put the, this link here in the show notes so people can click on it if they're interested. Uh, if you're wondering why you should never wear cargo shorts, <laughs> <laughs> I thought those things died off uh you know early two thousand beach. Not, in Myrtle, beach. <laughs> Not in Myrtle Beach. Uh what happens to us after what we die? Why does pornography ruin everything? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm looking for it. I'm going to get myself a copy. Uh, I'm going to give it a read, and obviously, uh, as I read, I'll probably be sending you some pertinent <laughs> replies and constructive feedback as well. Yeah, uh,
1: like if if you're listening to this, click the buy button. Go to the page, click the buy button, and I, I sweat like, I'm already getting feedback from people. Um, you know, some people have subscribed to my Substack, or you know, last year. But for people who didn't and they're reading this for the first time, they're like, dude, this is addictive. Like mm-hmm. I cannot put it down. Like it I, I got a I got an email from a from a guy at ten o'clock last night. He's like, I need to go to bed. I'm reading this and I can't put it down. So <laughs> are you finding good. that
0: like people gravitate towards different medium like you know, or media so for your sub stack as opposed to the book and vice versa?
1: Uh Some people just don't read stuff online. You know what I mean? Like, so I've had the blog for over a year and people know about it. And there's plenty of people that just don't subscribe to it, Mm -hmm. but they'll gladly read a book, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's just people just do different stuff. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm that way. I, I hate looking at a screen before bedtime when i usually read because i've been looking at a screen all day like i actually just want to pick up a physical book right yeah and and plus you know i i'm a firm believer you shouldn't be looking at a screen right before bedtime because i think it makes it harder for you to get quality sleep but so i i appreciate the the physical book uh, call me old school i guess yeah um all right jared well congratulations again there'll be a link in the show notes notes to this but i got it. i let's talk about markets here um how about we start with gold? Because uh, you uh, were pounding the table, both you and I, uh, with gold being uh, almost necessary buy when it double bottomed about that 1650 markets, mark. It's obviously uh, almost $400 higher since then. Uh, it's been a tremendous trade, obviously outperforming just about anything on the screen right now. Uh Tell us, is this thing getting a little bit, uh, is there reason to be cautious here, I guess, Jared, in the in the short to medium term?
1: Well, this is, I mean, this conversation we're going to have is really about technicals. And gold, I would say gold trades on technicals more than just about any other asset. You know what I mean? Like there's no intrinsic value. So it really, a lot of it, it's kind of like Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin trades on technicals. Um. You know, we're going to consolidate around the all-time highs. I think it's going to take us a little while to push through. I mean, we're recording this on Thursday, April 6th. Tomorrow is the payroll number, mm-hmm. right? Which is going to come out when the market is closed. So I'm I'm expecting a weak number to the extent that I know anything about economic data. But, you know, I think what could happen is that we could get a weaker than expected number and walk in on Monday, and it, maybe the gold is through the all the all-time highs. I think that's possible, but if that doesn't happen, we're going to consolidate around here for a couple of weeks uh, before we finally push through. And that's kind of what's happening right now.
0: So, well, we are starting to see a lot of very weak economic data trickle in. We've done it this week. I mean, this is yeah, uh,
1: ISM services came out yesterday. That was a disaster, and prices paid and.
0: Yeah, yeah. The ADP factory orders, durable
1: I, goods, ADP.
0: Yeah, it's all it, it's all weakening. I, you know, in, uh tomorrow I'm going to air a long form with Joseph Wang, and I p- pose the same question to him that I'll ask you now. I mean, is the central bank's
1: policy working? Yeah, I think. Well, I think past tense. I think it did work. Mm-hmm. I think it did what it was supposed to do, um, and. You know, the problem is, is that the Fed not only has access to the data that we have access to, they have access to a whole bunch of other data that we don't, and they can see that the economy is weakening. But the problem is, is that everything revolves around CPI and payrolls. Those are really the only two economic data that, that matter because they're political, right? Unemployment is political and inflation is political and the fed has to cover its ass it's really about cya for the fed so that's you know that's why payrolls tomorrow are super super important
0: let's okay so we will we'll be watching this it is interesting that this is coming out on a day when the market's closed so, and you got a long weekend to kind of
1: see the yeah effects. i mean futures will be open futures will be open
0: yeah i I don't know. We, we will see. Um, all right. The other topic I wanted to chat with you about, Jared, is and I'm really glad you wrote about it in the Daily Dirtnet newsletter this morning. Uh, you had a small section in the newsletter called Reserve Currency Nonsense. Uh, I tweeted about this last night and mentioned, you know, the U.S. economy overtook the British economy in uh, mid to late 1800s, but the U.S. dollar did not exceed the the sterling pound as a reserve currency until like 1950s. It took a long time for that to happen. There's this continuing narrative that has just been getting real frothy and into the mainstream media lately. Maybe it's some fear-mongering. Maybe there's some honesty behind it. But it is about this U.S. dollar losing the reserve currency status. Now, of course, there's got to be this fear aspect to it to where we're supposed to believe it's supposed to happen tomorrow or it's already happened uh tell me you know how it just really feels like this is getting way too overdone in my opinion
1: yeah not only is it way overdone you know every thursday morning i go into the local radio station and i'm like the local finance guy and we talk finance for 15 minutes on the radio dude the radio hosts knew about this like these are not finance people but they come there are like is the is the dollar losing its reserve currency status I'm like hey slow down turbo like it's you know like this is going to take a while one thing I didn't write in the piece which I forgot and this is going to sound like a strange thing to say but it really comes down to our navy because hmm. our navy is how we project political power onto the rest of the world hmm. and the reason the pound sterling had reserve currency status for centuries is because it had the strongest navy in the world and before great britain it was spain S- spain had res- reserve currency status because they they were they had the biggest navy so somebody explained this to me years ago they said that the dollar is not going to lose its reserve currency status until the U.S. loses an aircraft carrier, right? So maybe that happens soon. Maybe China invades Taiwan uh, before the end of Biden's first term. Maybe we get involved, the Navy's there. Maybe the USS Nimitz ends up at the bottom of the ocean. And then I would say that, yes, the wheels are in motion for a change in reserve currency status. But We uh, we we are so dominant in in with our economy and international trade. It's just not going to happen anytime soon. Like you said, it took fifty years for Great Britain. No,
0: well, and just because the the Chinese are willing to excuse me, the Russians are willing to accept Chinese yuan for oil. I mean, that is just such a snippet of settlement in the grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah, it's 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 tiny and the other thing is is that we wouldn't be talking about this if it weren't for the sanctions that we put in place when the Ukraine war started. You know, we put all these sanctions on Russia and we took them out of swift and we kind of put them in a box where you know the ruble's kind of a mess. So, you know, how do they conduct international trade? Well, of course they're going to go to the yuan. So this is kind of a problem of our own making,
0: you know. Right, right. I mean, they they have to do business somehow. So, what well, and, and so I was thinking about this this morning, Jared, and it it really feels like pessimism is getting really, really high. I mean, you could turn on any sort of media outlet you want to. Things are just very dire out there. And now you're a sentiment guy. Are you seeing this and how are you kind of watching these waters you know, ebb and flow.
1: Yeah, I I, I am seeing it, um, and you know, as a consequence, the stock market won't go down. Right. You know, it just refuses to go down, like everybody's bearish. So um, I, I just have I just have a I, I have a tough time believing the bearish argument. You know, so it's it's funny because one of the stocks in, in the in the newsletter portfolio is Airbnb. I'm very bullish on Airbnb. And some guy, I forget his name, something Dorsey writes this newsletter called the bear cave, which I think is funny. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) You have a newsletter called the bear cave. (laughs) And he did, he did like a short piece on Airbnb. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, you're reading this, you're reading this from a newsletter called the bear cave. Like, is, is, is this like entirely objective analysis? But it's funny because that stuff sells. You know, people love those stories. People love negative stories. You know, and they pass them around. So, I
0: gotta admit to you, the last couple of Airbnb experiences I've had, Jared, were not great.
1: Well, I'm about to have one in two months. I don't have them very often, and I'm sorry to hear that. But um, I think it's still a good business.
0: No, I think it's I think it's I think it's a fine business. I think just me traveling so much the last couple of years, I've realized that, you know, I want somebody to come in and make the bed and clean the bathroom. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe have access more to two towels over the next four or five days. Yeah, so that's that's just my thought. Um, but let's talk about the stock market. It's not going down. A lot of people are bearish. You know, people I've been seeing online were you know they got a little bit of a pullback, but it wasn't necessarily a. Uh, a fallout that some people were expecting what is where what's this going on with strength is there's this there's this continued game of chicken that the market is having with the federal reserve expectations of uh pausing maybe even cutting rates here and we i don't know if we need to have that conversation you and me jared but it is quite interesting to see to see who's going to be right here come may or june
1: well so the market is pricing in two two cuts by the end of the year and the fed is saying we're not going to cut it all we're in fact we're probably going to hike some more so are either the market is right and the fed is wrong or the fed who has been wrong about everything since forever is right and the market is wrong i tend to believe that the market is right and at the beginning of our conversation we talked about how the the data are going down the toilet Mm -hmm. so like i i i do believe I mean, two cuts may actually be conservative. I actually think we can get more by the end of the year.
0: Really? Huh. Yeah. Boy, that'd be, that'd be something. I don't know. I just kind of, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really on the fence. Am I, I guess my thought is, you know, what does this do? if If the Fed comes out in May and raises another quarter point, do precious metals have that priced in? And I think that's a good question right now. Maybe what do you think? Does gold have that priced in?
1: Uh, I don't think that's currently priced in. I don't, we're going to, we're going to get the answer to that tomorrow, basically, you know, okay. uh, but I don't, I don't think it's priced in. Okay. Interesting.
0: All right, my friend. Uh, well, let's let you go. And it's going to be a long weekend and, uh, I'm sure there's books flying off the shelves. Thanks so much for spending some of your time today with us. And, uh, I will put a link again to Jared Dilling's new book, Those Bastards, 69 Essays on Life, Creativity, and Meaning. Congratulations, Jared. We'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thanks, man.
0: The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.